So hi, one of the good noise podcast. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with Avery Mandeville from Little Hag. And we're asking some questions today. I'm gonna start. Uh, so what inspired the creation of the band and what does the band name mean? Um I've been playing music solo since I was a teenager, and we started playing as a band in 2017. Um Little Hag has always been just a, a couple of good friends of mine. And the name um, came from, it was initially, I used to change my Instagram handle a lot to just different things that I thought were funny. Um, I was like, I was official Barbara Streisand. I was official (laughs) Joey Fatone. I was official Danity Kane. Mm -hmm. And then it started kind of getting a little more off the rails. Mm -hmm. And I was (laughs) (laughs) just, I I don't know. This is like, I don't really like being on social media in like a serious way like yeah mm-hmm. i don't know so then i was mr nice but and then i was no more mr nice but and oh, then oh my god from that no at arc. some point mm-hmm. little hag was the was the name and then i just it stuck and then i never changed it uh-huh. and then somebody in town when i was um i was getting lunch somewhere and somebody was like you're a little hag and i was like yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and then you know it just became became the vibe. I love it. Wow. Since, since you were official Joey Fatone, I would assume you're an instinct <laughs> stand then, right? Definitely. I've always been more instinct than Backstreet Boys. As you should be. Um, the spirit group. That's just... Yeah, I mean, the Backstreet Boys don't have a Justin, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Kind of <laughs> Sad to say, but not that, not that he was ever... True. J- JC was my favorite. Okay. Um, okay. Fair enough. Growing up, but... <laughs> I had a small in sync phase when I was like ten. So nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, so congratulations on your upcoming album, Leash. How do you feel in response to that announcement so far? Of course, yeah. Um, it's I'm really excited. This um it's been a really long time coming with this album, which I'm sure every every band that lived through the pandemic, which is all of us, <laughs> yeah, but has, you know, has the same thing to say, like I'm sure like we've all just been waiting to put stuff out and um, yeah, I'm just really looking forward to, for, you know, for these songs to be out in the world. Um, They've been written and recorded. A lot of them have been recorded for many years. So. Wow. Oh, wow. How How many many years are we talking about? Um, There's two songs in the album that I wrote and recorded in 2017. Whoa. Um, And then there's, one from 2018, a couple from 2019, like that. Um, okay. We've recorded like half of it in 2019 and then another half of it in 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, plus some of the older songs. So it, it's like pretty extensive as far as, you know, different different times in my life that songs were written and different people that played on them and stuff mm-hmm. like that. All right. So, All right. Did you re-record those for the album, or did you use the original versions? Yeah, no, it's it's um it's some two older songs, mm-hmm. um, "Get Real" and "Blood," mm-hmm. and then some some a mix of of newer and older stuff. Okay. Um, and since you brought up "Get yeah. Real," I would like to say that absolutely went off live. I saw you guys at the Bobby Mahoney show. Oh no! Absolutely <laughs> went off. Sweet, thank you. Um, yeah. We've been playing that one for a long time. Um, it's the only song that I've, not that this is a lie, but it's the only song on this record that was co-written. Um, and one of my, the only co-writing partner I've ever had is 
my good friend Josh Perna. He has a solo project as King Lear and he fronts the band Saint Slumber. Mm-hmm. Um, so we wrote that song together years ago now. Um, and we love we loved playing it live. It used to be our opener. Mm-hmm. And for that House of Independence show, we were like, why don't we close with it? Absolutely so, went off. And I, I put down the guitar for the first time on that one. I never do. Yeah. I've, I've always played it, mm-hmm. but I've been yeah. looking for more opportunities to like, you know, dance around, mm-hmm. put down the guitar mm-hmm. and just kind of be a little, you know, have a little more fun yeah. and yeah. not feel like trapped behind a guitar. That's mm-hmm. like more my comfort zone. Yeah. So yeah. Putting the guitar down is, is always nice. Oh yeah. That's good. Yeah. Uh, so is there any meaning behind the album name or the cover art? Yeah. Um, Leash is one of the songs on the album and it just felt emblematic of maybe the themes of the album. The, the song Leash um, is like a very thinly, thinly bound metaphor of like the dog on the leash mm-hmm. and the things that, you know, like pull us and things that we're tethered to. Mm-hmm. Um, the The dog on my leash is like my bouts of depression or other, you know, mental illness and struggling with that. So the themes of the album, I feel like are kind of represented in that one song. Cause it's just like, you know, different struggles of sorts. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. And the, and the art, there's no real deeper meaning behind the art other than um, my boyfriend, Dana, who has now become like a ghost member of little hag at this point, because he does so much stuff mm-hmm. for us. Um, yeah. He took the photos and we were just kind of hanging around his apartment and messing around with lights. He likes to do like a lot of colorful um, stuff with his photography. So we were just messing around with lights and I liked the photos that we took that day. Right. Yeah. I like That's that. That's good. All right. All right. Uh, so can you tell me a little bit about your writing process for this record? I know you mentioned like a couple of these songs are pretty old, 2017 and yeah. on. Uh, but if you could go a bit in depth about maybe the newer ones, if that's easier to remember. Yeah. Um, my writing process is sort of, I'm not, I don't think I'm great at, I'm not, I'm not great at like motivating myself to write. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of like get hit with something every now and again. So there will be times like this year, 2021, I haven't written, I hadn't written a song until June. Wow. And like, sometimes it's, sometimes it'd be like that. Like I'll just go Mm -hmm. six months, a year without writing anything. Mm -hmm. Um, And then all of a sudden something happens or whatnot. But a lot of the album was written, half of it was written pre, half of it was written post or during, (laughs) during the pandemic. Uh, Mm -hmm. When, when we had a lot of that free time that we all seem to have had in March of 2020, March, yep. April, like when it was really hardcore, mm-hmm. you're not doing anything times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I wound up, well, I wound up quarantining at my dad's house because my mom and my brother were exposed, but, but didn't get COVID. So I was, me and my sister moved into my dad's and it was just like a interesting and different change of pace. And I wound up like every day working on new songs which is so unlike me like I don't really sit down to write ever mm-hmm. yeah. and a lot of, I think five five of the songs that I wrote during that time are on mm. this record so it, it feels like new some it's some old material but mostly new unheard stuff um 
feels like fresh to me. Yeah. How did you manage to stay creative during that time, especially the time where it was like hardcore, mm -hmm. not leaving the house at all? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think from what I've heard from like friends of mine that I've talked to about this, it seems like um, having all that free time, it was sort of a make or break. Like, well, you haven't written a song in eight months, Avery. So mm -hmm. if you're not going to now, when are you going to? Like uh -huh. you have... All, all of that I mean <laughs> I think we all kind of picked up or tried to pick up a pandemic hobby at least Glad I bought I a base yeah I was I was on Duolingo every day for <laughs> oh about my God. three weeks and then I was like nah um yeah. but yeah so I, I think it was just it was like you have this time try to use it wisely and mm -hmm. I'm a chronic time waster procrastinator last minute everything um Mood. i have a presentation for um my last class before i graduate college tomorrow oh, that i have not begun you know oh, because well, we're gonna hurry this up then so we're just like yeah out here. <laughs> oh don't worry i'm not gonna do it tonight either <laughs> oh my god wait you said <laughs> you graduate no. tomorrow right yeah no no i it's oh. my my class um i have to give a presentation tomorrow oh. for my last class and okay. then i'm done with college oh okay. mm -hmm. um so I'll probably, I have to give that presentation at six. So I'll probably start, I'll probably start around like three. Yeah, three sounds like a good time. <laughs> yeah, I think Plenty of time, you three hours. Time. Yeah, yeah, that's all you need. Yeah, because if, if I don't have like panic in my veins, then how am I going to get anything done? I honestly, have to be like pushed to the edge and pushed to my limit. Otherwise, honestly, it's not I agree. If I'm not like having an, an anxiety attack while I'm writing something, it's not going to happen. Right. It's like, are you even writing? Yeah, exactly. exactly. Mm -hmm. um, so how'd the track list for this album come about? Did you write the opener to be the opener and the closer to be the closer? Did you just kind of press shuffle? What was the... Um, I, should ha I should have it in front of me so I know. But um, <laughs> no, it was more... It was hard actually putting the track listing together because... I, I don't know. I, ha I had a hard time trying to make everything flow because there's so much mismatched material, like mm -hmm. um, stuff that was recorded a while ago that I think you can kind of tell it, it doesn't sound totally in line with everything. But my writing style is such that I think there's enough like thematic and um, stylistic continuity that it doesn't really matter that it was recorded at different times mm -hmm. but i still ha i had a hard time putting it in order definitely mixed it up a lot listened to it a lot mm -hmm. um my boyfriend dana again was the was was very helpful in putting it in order and i think the rest the rest of the band too was just like oh this has got to be the opener like yeah this is the big ending so mm -hmm. yeah it's sort of a couple things were in the place that I wanted them to be. And then I just shuffled around the rest until it made sense. All right. Okay. Fair that's fair. Uh, so what song off this record took longest to write and which one is your personal favorite? Oh, um, sorry. I, I literally need to pull up the track listing. It's so, so good. No shame so in that. Yeah. yeah. Um, We've had people see. pull up their own lyrics. It's fine. Exactly. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> oh God. I mean, none of them, my song, the way that I write, I, I don't really like revisit anything once mm -hmm. it's written. It's like it's written and it's then done. whether it gets recorded now or doesn't get recorded for a long time, um, how long the recording process takes is 
more varied, but like when I write a song, it's done within yeah. the hour or so that it takes to write it. Oh wow. I would say. So which I think is a blessing and a curse because yeah. I can be very unwilling to change things. I'm like, but this is how I wrote it. Mm-hmm. That's that's it. Um <laughs> And then someone will be like, well, it doesn't have to stay that way just because you wrote it that way. Yeah. And I'm like, no, it's <laughs> like, don't, don't fuck with me. Um, <laughs> but let me think my favorite is probably it's towards the end of the album. It's called Schlub. Uh-huh. And it's a song about being stuck in an en- endless dating cycle, sort of where you're just like repeating, repeating behavior or just feeling like you know there is no there is no out to dating until one day you just fucking give up and pick somebody and you're like all right this is this is it now i guess um yeah just feeling those feelings um, feeling those feelings right before the pandemic when i was like bartending every night just like dealing with shitty people Mm -hmm. uh yeah and uh, yeah that was that's my favorite one. okay all right solid uh so where was your headspace at while you were creating this album i know it was across many years so yeah um well i feel like i i often just like return to the same things i i i have a hard time writing fictitiously mm-hmm. pretty much i mean everything that i write is like if it's not extremely literal, mm-hmm. it is still true. Like okay. I, I wish that I could mm-hmm. like separate the person that I am from music. But if a song isn't true, mm-hmm. it doesn't feel right to me. Like I just wouldn't ever write something that I didn't a hundred percent. It's every song I write is either something that happened mm-hmm. or a thing that I'm feeling. Okay. Yeah. So in that sense, it's like pretty, not that it's easy for me to write because it's not, and it comes, it comes here and there, but um, I sort of feel like it just happens as it happens. And I, I don't really have too much control of it, okay. um, mm-hmm. but I can just go, th- want me to just like go through them? Sure. Sure. The first song is called The Whole World. Mm-hmm. I took the the lyric that repeats throughout the song from something that um, an abusive person once said to me. Mm-hmm. And at the time it felt like a sweet statement. Um, he said, the whole world wants to sit next to you, which felt like very cool and like powerful and nice at the time and, and in hindsight, it feels like manipulative or like it just it just the meaning changed to me Mm -hmm. and then the meaning changed again with the pandemic um but yeah so the whole world wanted to sit next to me is like the thing the thing about that song um Mm -hmm. the next song is cherry that one is about um an ex who i really kind of saw myself spending more time with than I than I did. Um, it's not often that I um, get dumped because <laughs> I'm because I'm usually like 
um, I'm scared, peace, or like, yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. you know, some variation of that. Okay. But this was like a total, totally blindsided, getting dumped vibe. Mm-hmm. So that's that song. Um, then we got Leash, which, yeah. Sometimes I don't feel in control of my feelings. Mm-hmm. I guess we all get like that, but that's about mm-hmm. that. Um, the next song is called Red, and that one is sort of just feeling angsty, feeling like bad at communicating during the pandemic and just like questioning everything. Um, the next song is called My Last Name. It was the first song that we recorded for this album specifically. Mm-hmm. I was just kind of doing a test run with um, the producer of the album, Eric Case Romero. He he does like the front bottom stuff oh, wow. um, and Deal Casino. But yeah, so me and Eric, this was like a test run session trying to see like, do I want to keep working with you? And mm-hmm. it was such a positive experience that I was like, yeah, this is my guy now. Because right. um, I've never really felt comfortable in the studio. Uh, it makes me stressed out and I'm always like I write the song now everybody else make the song yeah. <laughs> like a, yeah. now I'm peace like go do, <laughs> exactly make, yeah. make it sound good and call me when it sounds good <laughs> um, so yeah that's a, it's an acoustic song that I wrote with um that I wrote about a somebody that I was dating that got married very shortly after we broke up oh, wow. and feeling like what like your last name could have been my last name if things worked out differently. Mm-hmm. Um, the next song is Brass Knuckle Keychain. That one was like a voice memo that turned into a song. It was just like something I was I was walking to my car, singing into my phone. Um, I went walking with my pepper spray. I dare someone to fuck with me. And that just like sat in my phone for a while. And then my keyboard player and best friend Noah, Rockwork, he, he uh, He's the drummer for Samia, and he plays keys for me. And he's got a solo project called Wormy. But yeah, so Noah was like, you got to make that a song. And I was like, all right, bet. <laughs> I did. Then okay. we got Get Real. Then we got Schlub. Mm-hmm. Then we have Devil's Dishes, mm-hmm. which um, that one was the first time that I, I, wrote the, I wrote the song, and then my boyfriend Dana produced it mm-hmm. and played everything on it. That was the first time that we had really like fully worked on something together. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that one's just kind of like about feeling out of place. Oh. And then the next song is called Wet Brain. And it's about an alcoholic that I used to date. Oh. I guess you could see the themes that are mm-hmm. coming up, which is that I'd, I'd be having exes. And <laughs> yeah, Wet Brain is about somebody who really needs to stop drinking um i i've said it before and i'll say it again um but he was calling me a lot we dated when i was 19 it was a long mm. time ago but um he was calling me a lot drunk during the pandemic like come over mm. i was like you gotta be out of your fucking mind bro yeah like absolutely not it was and, my number yeah like mm. it was my number and i'm insulted that you would even like call me on this level but at the same time yeah. I wasn't surprised that you're calling that he was calling me like that mm-hmm. um and it's really sad because he's one of the most talented songwriters I've ever met mm-hmm. and every every song he's ever written is incredible to me and 
yeah, it just makes me really sad. Okay. That's the album ending on a big old bummer. Okay. <laughs> but it just that's, got a little... that's sort of that's sort of little hag in a nutshell anyway. All right. Mm. Got a little impromptu uh track by track. Exactly. That was cool. I, I liked like that. that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks. 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 More of those. <laughs> that was really cool. Thanks. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, so how do you recommend your fans to listen to this record for the first time? Should they put it on, go on a road trip with friends? Should they put it on at a party? Should they just kind of turn off the lights, put on headphones and just kind of zone out while listening to it? What do you recommend? I love that question. Um, definitely don't put it on at a party unless you're trying to <laughs> kill the mood and like bring up, <laughs> like you, if you want to bring up old beef, put this on at a party and then okay. like allow yourself to get emo about mm-hmm. it and then like go up to somebody who wronged you yeah and be like i just don't understand why this ended the way that it did yeah you know like so put it on to start something yeah start <laughs> if you want to start something in public mm-hmm. that's it that's a method okay um, perfect i would suggest i mean i my listening habits have changed changed so much I, my favorite way to listen to music was like driving around mm-hmm. um like put on put on an album and drive at night through your old hometown kind of thing that's like something that i used to like to do but lately i'm so burnt out on music i only listen to podcasts oh okay <laughs> interesting interesting because i don't know music stresses me out okay um everything about like perhaps this is a little too real but you know whatever we're here um yeah just everything about being an artist is exhausting to me most of the time like everything beyond just songwriting like songwriting is what I like to do yeah um but like being a online personality Mm -hmm. or like posting about stuff that's happening because i have to or yeah. things like that just really stress me out fair yeah so that's fair. so lately i'm just like i don't know a podcast about something that's got nothing to do with anything exactly yeah is is good for me because right. i can't i can't help but listen to all music with like some kind of critical lens oh god i felt that on every level yeah (laughs) even though it's not fun Mm -hmm. no but like i listen to something and i'm like i don't know this guy this could have been done better yeah yeah or i'm just like i'm like why is this person like doing this huge tour Mm -hmm. i i hate them yeah (laughs) that's mean i don't mean that i just mean like i find i find myself like really turned off really easily by things mm-hmm. and i'm a self-proclaimed hater well my friends are like stopping hater <laughs> but i'm just like i don't know i'm picky so if i don't listen to music then i don't have to be a bitch that's fair, fair enough yeah. <laughs> wow, we've never interviewed an artist who's like i'm sick of music so i just listen to podcasts that's really interesting to hear but yeah. i completely i get the reason behind it well thanks yeah i i don't know i think it's like something we don't all talk about enough it's the um my friend once said to me you know the whole do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life thing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. my friend once said to me do what you love and you'll work every day forever yeah until you die and i was like damn too real because 
when you have to monetize your hobby or your passion mm -hmm. and try to be professional it's exhausting and it is yeah and it it's like, almost takes the joy out of it, mm -hmm. it yeah. yeah totally it really yeah. can so yeah <laughs> it's hard it, at least for me personally it's like hard to bridge the gap between like burnout and just absolutely hating the fact that i have to be professional with something that i enjoy you know yeah exactly so, right yeah yeah um so, so don't be professional fuck it oh that's why so we're not can I curse on here? exactly yeah 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 <laughs> Yay. um so this question should be super super quick off the top of your head i want you to describe this album for new listeners in three words no more no less oh crud <laughs> all right three words um bitchy okay um sarcastic okay reflective Ooh. okay i like that i don't really think those are the most exciting words of all time but but it fits they're... that's all yeah. that matters. they're pretty accurate yeah. yeah that's fair uh, so what is your favorite memory that you made while creating this record oh, let me look at the songs again <laughs> <laughs> um my favorite memory of creating this record. Mm -hmm. hmm. Well, when we were in the studio, we we were in the studio December 2019, and then again November 2020, working on this stuff. Those were like the main sessions where we did most of everything, and the the first one was just very powerful, like. We were all so amped on these songs and I love like hearing things as they come together because I don't really, I tell the guys in the band what to do, but not really. I give them like vague and annoying notes. Um, so I'll be like Fern to my guitar player, like you're playing too good, like play worse. And he'll be like, I don't know what that means, but okay. And then, yeah. <laughs> and then eventually he'll get there and he'll play like a, like a big fucked up guitar solo. And I'm like, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. So I would say when we were in the studio, there was a couple times where Fern was fucking around mm -hmm. and that was joyous. Also working on, we, we did a music video for Cherry. That was the only like, high budget video that we yeah. did okay. not that it was high budget it really wasn't but like you know the only one that we like had a budget i have friends that have real cameras uh -huh. yeah did me a favor kind of uh -huh. vibe okay and we went to a sort of cd love motel in um north jersey i forget exactly where it was now but filming that video was really fun um you know in the bubble bath and mm -hmm being dramatic mm -hmm. I, I got to borrow some clothes from this shop called pearl street in red bank my friend is the owner and she makes really incredible stuff mm -hmm. and yeah. she let me she let me borrow some cool dresses and such so she's the same the the woman who made the dress that i was wearing at the the house show mm -hmm. with the whole lyrics on it it says i want to be the girl with the most cake yeah i didn't it. know what the dress said but i thought it was very cool yeah yeah it's from the whole song doll right. but yeah so cool hey cool yeah um, i answer the question i forget yeah you, you did. did you did and <laughs> now i promise you can take the track list down i don't think you'll need it for any of these questions okay no. uh so picture this you're on tour you're at a gas station for a rest stop what is your snack of choice um cool ranch doritos no Ooh. well 
I think it depends. <laughs> now I'm trying to remember what we. I, I've done. I've only done a couple tours in my life, and never with the full band. I've done like acoustic tours, were opening for a friend. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm solo on those, and I'm now I'm trying to think of like what would be my go to thing. I like um, those like Munchies cheese mix. Oh, yeah. It's got a little bit of all the different stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I like. A granola bar. Okay. I like water. I'm not a big uh I'm not big on things that aren't water. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> yeah. I just mean like You're at a, a gas water station. Drinker. At a gas station I'm not getting soda. I'm mm-hmm. not getting maybe I'm getting like a plain hot coffee. Okay. Um if if it seems acceptable mm-hmm. to me. If it's like early not in the, the middle of nowhere, yeah. like old ass. Yeah shit coffee yeah um but i'm gonna get a bottle of water and i'm gonna drink it and i'm gonna have to pee (laughs) and they're gonna be like avery you were supposed to pee when we stopped exactly like i have to go there again or i forgot yeah yeah Yeah. i was too busy Um, thinking about that water man exactly is the big theme for me um on the album or just in general (laughs) well on that Um, ep you've got that piss song too yeah you do yeah Yeah. so Mm -hmm. did you guys I don't we, know. We heard the EP, but we, we were did. like, this okay. is a little too confusing to ask any questions about. I was very intimidated by the three song titles. And was I like, wanted Let's to just ask talk about, about the, the song album. titles. Can yeah. we just, can we sure. talk about the can, song titles? Can we just talk about that EP? Yeah. yeah. We can talk yeah. about it. Okay. Yeah. So there's, I guess there's a lot of history here. Let's take okay. it back. We'll take it back to 2017, a simpler time. Yes. Um, I wrote the song Blood because I missed my period. Well, I didn't miss my period. My period was just 10 days late. Oh, and okay. driving me wild. And the guy that I was seeing at the time was like, sup? And I was like, shut up. <laughs> Everyone leave me alone. Like if I'm pregnant, I'm going to shoot somebody. <laughs> so that was that. So that was Blood. Okay. Um, we did a big music video release for that at the time. Mm-hmm. So I released that song as Avery mm-hmm. when I was doing my solo thing. Uh-huh. Um, and I made tampon crowns with like red glitter glue blood on them. It was very fun. But okay. so that's blood. That was 2017. Uh-huh. Um, we recorded in 2019. And <laughs> Sorry, I'm a child. <laughs> no, you're fine. No, it's okay. Um, Come is about, well, if you, you guys heard the song, but that it's about a photographer that came up to me at a show and said, when you're on stage, you look like you're having an orgasm. And I was like, ew. Why are you saying that to me? I was like, you're old as fuck. Get away from me. Except except I didn't say that. I was like, ha ha, yeah. Ha ha, yeah, totally. (laughs) Like, yeah, I do know. He was like, do you know that you, do you know that you look like you're having an orgasm? It was a qu- like he was asking me, "Do I know?" Ew. And I was like, "Do I know?" <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yes, I guess. <laughs> it was worse because I do know because that was not the first time someone said that to me. <laughs> but, oh, um, but the other people who have said it to me are people who you're okay with it happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or people, people you know. Like, yeah, or people who like know for themselves. Uh-huh. <laughs> and oh. I was like, "All right, like, don't be saying this to me. Like, don't be imagining that." that yeah you're old. out of my life yeah, yeah. Exactly. you're old never yeah. come to a show like, again old, yeah mm-hmm. except just kidding he's like it's a, it's amazing to me that this guy doesn't know that it's about him <laughs> because i feel like i've told enough 
people the truth that they're like that it would have gotten back by now but yeah it's and it's, it's not even no hard feelings it's just like you know mm-hmm. old men be doing kind of. weird shit they yes. love it. old men are addicted to doing weird shit they love it um yeah so that's come and then piss was written and i hope glenn doesn't listen to this podcast glenn is from from bar none records he's my um he's my go-to guy who supports me and supports little hag at bar none but glenn was like what's going on we gotta get new stuff going on blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and i was like yeah i'm gonna write a song called piss to go with blood and come like Wonderful. totally as a joke yeah and then a couple weeks later he's like so what's going on with piss and i was like oh it's coming along great I had not written it yet <laughs> of course um, he was like he's like can you send me and then more weeks went by and he was like send me something this is like june of 2021 like mm-hmm. oh recent yeah he's like send me what you have and i was like all right i guess i gotta write this song now yeah and my boyfriend was like just write the fucking song like stop so i was like okay whatever i gotta write a piss song now it could be whatever um but i've been struggling this past year with chronic pelvic pain mm-hmm. which is not good um for me but it, anything that happens is you know fodder for songwriting mm-hmm. is how i always you know feel like something shady happens it'll make a song eventually exactly yeah so piss was born out of just my constant doctor's visits my lack of diagnosis my lack of anybody really helping me um the final straw was that i left a urine culture at my old gynecologist and i feel like all i do is pee in cups i was like somebody just like read the pee like what does the pee say so i left a cup at my gyno was waiting for the results for a while um i had to call them multiple times and be like what's the results what's up and then they were like oh we uh we lost it i was like what do you mean and they were like yeah uh we like didn't label the p so then it never like went to it never went out to get tested Uh uh-huh so i was like oh so when you told me that the results weren't back yet you were lying because they were never going to come back because you fucked up and why am i going to you you are not helping me Mm -hmm. so yeah that was like the straw that broke the camel's back and here we are still just peeing in cups um, peeing in cups <laughs> peeing in cups asking a man and saying tell me what this means <laughs> what is my pee saying to you all right uh, interesting and that's the breakfast ep i hate that yeah, it's called oh, breakfast so, exactly right, that's, so that's why yeah. yeah well then that was the joke i was like we should call it breakfast and it did it that never really got any laughs i thought it was funny but like in a extended sense i think the band thought it was funny mm-hmm. but i brought it up to a couple people they were like really oh yeah uh, it's like that's an interesting that. <laughs> decision um yeah um because so, it, it wasn't uh, in the press release so when your press person sent it over alongside the album i was like what is this breakfast is EP this? containing yeah. piss cum and blood yeah i guess i <laughs> anytime i have to like explain myself or write stuff down i'm like oh i'm just weird or like i'm <laughs> gonna quirky. i'm not gonna come off good no, you're, you're an artist yeah. <laughs> thank <laughs> you yeah 
Thank you You're so an artist. much. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not sure if you'll feel the same way when you see the video that I made. <laughs> oh no. The video is toilets. It's all you, toilets. You made a music okay. video for piss? I made a music video for piss and <laughs> it's all POV shots of me flushing. Wow. <laughs> like that's really all it is. Um <laughs> I just actually sent it to um, the label and the press people today, even though it's coming out in a week, because as I've said, I put everything off. And I told Glenn about the video. I was like, give me a deadline earlier than you need it so that when I'm late, it's on time. Mm -hmm. But then because I told him that, I already knew that I could be late. Yep. So I made it even later. But anyway, I I said, the video's done today. There's There's no... There's no other ways for me to dress up toilet, what yeah. this is, mm -hmm. which it is toilets. Yeah. Various toilets. Mm -hmm. Mostly me, but some friends peeing oh. or flushing. Okay. Um, and some other just like POV stuff of me with a little old school camcorder oh. that I found. Okay. Yeah. Very interesting wow. concept. <laughs> but uh, you guys seem very sweet. I hope I'm not scaring you with my. Oh no! <laughs> I was scared when I saw the EP. So this is this is comforting Nothing. in a in a way. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, I like. I don't like that you're scared. Intimidated is a better word. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> yeah, that's better. That works for me. Okay. Right. It's you. I mean, they kind of answered my question. Oh, okay. Fair yeah. enough. Uh, <laughs> it so... was new projects. You just, yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's, so Breakfast is coming out mm -hmm. on August 11th. Mm -hmm. And then Leash is coming on September 24th. Mm -hmm. Got the Piss yeah. music video in there. You got any other interesting music videos coming out? Yeah, we got um, the video for Cherry is coming in the beginning of September. Mm -hmm. Okay which I'm really excited about because it's just, it's like the most professional looking thing I feel like I've ever done. And it's a very funny, I think it's very funny, the video. Mm -hmm. um, not that I've seen it yet, but I think the concept is very funny. I don't want to okay. give it away, but I, oh, sure, sure. Um, I don't know. I just think it's going to be good. And then we're going to have a video for Leash, if I make it. <laughs> Will I? Well, what's the deadline Who knows? for that? Who's to say? <laughs> exactly. This is, yeah. This is the DIY life. You guys know it. Oh, of course. Yes. You know. Yeah. It's just, there wasn't going to be a video for piss. There wasn't going to be a piss until, you know, it happened. Exactly. So we're just going to wing it on that one. Right. Um, my boyfriend, Dana, who is the jack of all trades of my life, is going to wind up bearing the brunt of that one for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. right. I'm gonna be like, um, excuse me, please make me a music video. <laughs> please. He's gonna be like, he's gonna be like, uh, I'm busy. I'm gonna be, be like, like, okay, but do it for free. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but you'll do it because you love me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I get away with, I get away with a lot by yeah. pulling that one. Yes. Yeah, my partner's <laughs> the same way. Um, so where do you see the project in the next five years? I would love to like legitimately tour mm -hmm. and not in a DIY way. I mean, DIY touring is sick in some ways, but it's also, mm -hmm. you know, hell. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Uh, 
And I've never like booked a DIY tour, any tour that I've ever done. It's somebody else booked it. You know, mm. I was touring with my buddy, Mikey Frazier. He's from Virginia. We did so a full US in 20, like late 2018. Mm-hmm. And I did another like Southern little quick Southern tour with him um, that same year. And that was, you know, tiring and all that because you're like sleeping on couches and stuff. But mm-hmm. um, I also didn't have to do any of the booking or like, ne- you know, negotiating all that shit. Mm-hmm. So DIY doing that for this little hag tour that we have coming up in February is going to be a lot. Mm-hmm. We're playing a wedding in February. So we're like, let's just go on know, tour to make a tour out of it. We're playing a wedding in, in LA. Oh, and cool. Yeah, and it's a, a friend of my my bassist, Chris, mm-hmm. um, who were playing their wedding. Shout out Rose and Matt, if you're listening. Oh. Um, but they want little hag, little hag music at their wedding. Wow. I was like, You sure about that? Are you sure? <laughs> I was like, What about grandma? What about, you know, Republican uncle? Exactly. Gonna, like, what, what are they going to do? What's he going to say? Yeah. And she was like, No, it's, you know, it's a liberal affair. We're we're easy going. Mm. Not that that's what that. Not that I'm equating that, but yeah. you know you know what I'm saying. It's not like a well, stuffy yeah. sort of like crowd that wants me to like be a lady. Uh-huh. So um, that'll be cool to play blood and come and piss at someone's wedding. It's gonna Just be kidding. great. I don't think I'm gonna piss. Oh, you have to play the trilogy. Exactly. <laughs> back yeah. to back to back. The unholy trilogy. I have to. All right. You have to. Yeah. I'd be like, all right, guys, I know it's your wedding and mm-hmm. it's about your love or whatever, but whatever. folks over at Good Noise Podcast told me I have to play exactly. the whole thing. Yeah. So I'll They'll understand. My, I'll put it exactly. in my contract. Yeah, yeah all right. They'll get it. They'll yeah. get it. <laughs> uh, so for the last couple of questions, we're going to shift away from music, if that's okay with you. Absolutely. I, like like I said, I hate music, so. Sick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so, so we're going to go straight to Death Row. Boom. Okay. So, if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? Well, as I've said, a nice cold glass of water. Uh-huh. Sort of my vibe. Do love water. But actually, Water's good. if it's the very end, maybe I'll take a peach and apple. Ooh, okay. yeah. Taste. Really feel my youth years. running through my veins for my, mm-hmm. last, my last days. Um, as far as meal, it's probably going to be something Italian. Mm-hmm. Um, if if it's available, I would like my mom to make me like lasagna or meatballs or something. Okay, that's good. Good answer. Or if if that's too specific, then I'll get like veggie lo mein. All right, that's also good. Yeah. Uh, so if you Actually, can, no, li- I'm sorry. Oh, I want to take it back. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah. I thought about it more. I was like, what do I actually want? This is what I want. Okay. I want a patty melt. I Ooh. want rye bread. Mm-hmm. I want. I want it medium rare, mm-hmm. and I want it to actually be medium rare because sometimes you get a patty melt and it's not that you know it's not done right. Yeah. And I want the onions on there. I want cheddar, mm-hmm. and the fries got to be good. Mm-hmm. No steak fries or yep. like weird shit like that. Something yeah. crispy. 
Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm gonna have. Okay. That's a good choice. I like that one. That's a good one. Uh, yeah. So, if you could live in one fictional world for a week, where would you live? One fictional world for a week. Yes. Mm-hmm. Damn, bro. Looking at my whole stack of books over there, like <laughs> books, give me something. Um, I'm currently reading Interview with the Vampire, which highly recommend. I. I've never been one for vampire stuff. Like I never read Twilight and all that. Mm-hmm. My sibling Kylie, shout out to Kylie, is obsessed with Twilight. Um, and we watched the first movie recently. But they just put them all on Netflix, by the way. Oh, they are. Yeah, mm-hmm. I saw the. Fir- I think I saw the first one on Netflix, but I didn't know they were all on there. I haven't oh yeah, seen they're the all- rest of them. Yeah, I haven't seen any of them. I just know Twitter like blew up when yeah. all of them were put on Netflix, and I was like, oh, cool. I can- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. They're definitely a wild ride. Mm-hmm. I think like late 2000s, early 2010s nostalgia yeah. is powerful because we were all just 10 years younger. Mm-hmm. And for me, being, I guess 10 years ago I was 17, but being a little bit younger than that was cool. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why that era of nostalgia is like prominent with maybe my age group. I don't know how old you guys are, but like prominent with people in their 20s and and such mm-hmm. um i didn't answer the question oh yeah so interview with the vampire mm-hmm. they're in um new orleans in the 1700s in the first part of the book hmm. and it's just debaucherous and murder interesting and such all right all right yeah. <laughs> i like murder i like crime i mm. like you know True crime, basic bitch stuff. Okay. True, true, true crime is good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. It's horrifying, but you know, it's cool. A little too yeah. scary for me. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I forget what it was that me and my boyfriend were watching something not that long ago, and it was a fictional thing happening in a movie, and I was like, oh, this is so brutal. I can't look at this. Mm-hmm. And he was like, we just watched like a documentary on the DC sniper that was like really brutal yeah. and real and really happened and yeah. we were like fine and now like a dog is dying or something and well i mean it. it's a Fair dog enough, right yeah, yeah. it's a dog movies know how to how to get you yeah mm-hmm. it's with the dog man it's with the dog it's always the dog it's always it's the always dog, the dog. Uh, so I have the honor of asking the last question. Every single person we've spoken has actually said it is the most important question. What is your favorite color? I don't know, man. <laughs> I like. Um, you doing okay over there? Your voice started to shake. Yeah. <laughs> well, because I feel like you guys can tell by now. I can't just give an answer without like rambling the fuck on about some other shit. So like just picking a color. Damn. Tough. Oh, okay. Okay. Here we go. Mm-hmm. This is not a real answer, but it is what I think okay. right now. Yeah. There is a season of 24 mm-hmm. in which Kiefer Sutherland. Okay. The concept of 24, it's the whole season is 24 hours. So Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I've, so I've heard of that. They're wearing it. All the characters for the whole season are wearing the same outfit because it's mm-hmm. one day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's a season of 24 
I want to say like maybe it's the third one ish where Kiefer Sutherland is wearing this gray shirt mm-hmm. and he looks divine. He looks incredible. He's not usually my type, but he looks hot as hell in this gray shirt. <laughs> okay. It's like, you know, Heather Gray, mm-hmm. but maybe it's a little bit darker. And for what it brings to mind for me, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to say the gray of Kiefer Sutherland's shirt in that season of 24. Okay. okay that's good oddly specific i was yeah. curious as to how you would make that question more than it had to be <laughs> <laughs> i was curious too because as most people in my life know sometimes i just start talking just to see what comes out and that was a little bit of that was a little bit of that it's the truth but it's also a little bit of that fair enough that's fair <laughs> so what are your favorite colors black yellow Nice. We're like a bumblebee over here. Ooh, I haven't made guys. that joke yet. People have made it about us, though. So. Yeah, but yeah. I haven't personally made that joke yet. Oh, there you go. Oh my god, it's my oh, turn. That's next. really sweet. That's like dynamic duo stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look at us go, man. <laughs> <laughs> Virtual high five. If that, now, if that bumblebee was wearing the gray T-shirt, it could, not. Could, it could be the three of us. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! Look at Incredible. us. Dude. Uh, so, as Glory said, that is all the questions we have today. Is there anything that you would like to plug? Um, I guess just this new shit that we got coming out. I don't know. I'm really excited about piss. <laughs> I. Sorry, yeah. sorry. No, laugh. It's okay. We're, we're like I, 12 like... over here, I swear. <laughs> no, you're totally fine. Yeah. I just like... I always write very literal stuff, but this is like... Stupid. Like, uh-huh. very... Yeah. Very like me pushing my brand of being too much mm. to the limits because I say piss like a, a million times in the song. Yeah. So I'm really just excited for that and for the video, even though the video is so not safe for work. <laughs> DIY as DIY gets, like I I'm not very good at edit- editing. I shot everything and edited it and edited it. And it's not I mean Is it gonna go over well on YouTube though? Yeah, will it get copy struck or just take Taken down, down, flagged? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, nothing. There's nothing like actually profane in okay. it. I don't think, uh, unless toilet. Well, you are. never know with YouTube. I mean, honestly. yeah, YouTube. Yeah. I mean, I think if if it gets taken down, that could be cool press. So it could be. But you got a point. Suddenly, yeah, billboards so- writing about you. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like YouTube, please, please flag me, please. Mm-hmm. take down the piss video um i need all the help i can get not here so <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah uh, listen to piss yeah. Hell yeah stream piss yeah uh, well thank you for sound that's been avery from little hag and we have been the good noise podcast <laughs>